I came up with a theme for tonight, which was, initially it was called expectations, which isn't, you know, that, you know, it's a bit, I don't know, expectations is a bit harsh, isn't it? So I've changed it to Give God Your Best, um, and I think that's a much better title. So I'm going to invite um, Lou, Josh, and Dave to come and share for a few minutes about the topic of giving God your best. Give it up for these three wonderful people. Thanks, guys. I'm going to give Lou the microphone because I'm going to ask you a question firstly because you're sat next to me. The question I've got for you um, as a worship leader, um, we've got a couple of different sort of roles and a couple of different hats just in this panel. But as a worship leader, but also as a, as a musician, as somebody on the team, how do you prepare spiritually? One of the expectations we would have of anyone on this team is that you don't just rock up practically prepared. We want you to be spiritually prepared for a Sunday, for a Thursday, whatever. How do you personally prepare for a Sunday morning? Okay. Well, I'm leading this Sunday, so if I think about what I've had to do to get ready, um, some of the practical side of it, which is also spiritual because everything's spiritual, it's about being organized. So for tonight, it's preparing the songs, making sure I've listened to the material. Um, And if I'm leading the team, um, I want to have a bit of an idea of how I want those songs to go. Um, And I haven't just chosen songs because I like them. I've chosen songs because what I feel is right for the season of the church. Now, some of that's come from a pre-selected list that some of those songs have come from leadership, people have contributed, and they're songs that we believe are right for to sing in this time that are good for the church to sing, they prophesy life. Um, yeah, and I also take in mind, so we've got a new musician who will be joining us on Sunday, so bearing in mind those people, and, um, and how they might find it. Um, but then I'm also thinking about the bigger picture. So um, you've got to think about when do the kids leave? Yep. And how does that fit in? Important. Little things like that. Um, look at, you know, what is the preach theme? Because as a worship leader, sometimes we can get a bit carried away with our own worship experience. And um, <laughs> No, I don't believe it. <laughs> Um, and what we think is right sometimes. It can be very easy yeah, to get isolated and go down that route. But you've got to think about aligning yourself with the vision of the church. And part of that is in reading your Bible. It's in searching your own heart and your own motives. And it's about praying and yeah. aligning yourself with yeah, God's agenda. And, and some of that is it's about submitting to leadership. Um, the songs get submitted and you see them, you okay them, and you you let us know if you want to tweak anything. And it's about being flexible, so it's having some flexibility yeah. in there. When I practice the songs, um, so I need to make sure I know the bits that I'm doing. Um, but I'm also, I'm prayerfully singing those words as well and wow. thinking about, wow. okay, on Sunday, God, what what are you saying to the people? What 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 do you want to do? And yeah, so I'm trying to be prayerful. In, in how I prepare for it. Brilliant. I love that. Prayerful. I think we can do that whatever role we're in, whether you're on tech, whether you're dancing, whether you're serving on cafe, I think it's the same, same rule applies. Prayerfully come on a Sunday. Prayerfully come on a Thursday. I'm going to move on to Josh, our guitar wizard. Um, you, I saw you at Refresh not so long ago playing bass guitar, so you can basically play anything with strings. Is that right? Mm-mm. <laughs> um, okay. So... To, <laughs> Harp, piano. Yes, Ben. 
Anything with strings. Yeah. No. But anyway, <laughs> let's go back to the question. Can you briefly, because I'm sure you could spend hours on this, but can you briefly explain the process that you go for to practice, to prepare practically for a Sunday, for a Thursday, how it works for you? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I um, in terms of giving, giving your best regards, it's something I've always struggled with because I'm a real perfectionist. Uh, uh, so, so I can get up on a Sunday and I can play the set and do it and I'll still go home and Julie go, oh, how was that? And I'll go, yeah, it was all right. Could have done this, <laughs> could have done that. And it's stuff that other people yeah. just wouldn't even have a clue, didn't go as, as I planned, basically. Um, so, so that's been part of the journey for me and, and coming to that understanding that my best isn't necessarily the best, but God knows that it is the best I can give at yeah. this point. Just, just because... What I'm doing and saying maybe isn't as much as other members of the music team. Um, Richard's an, an, an amazing musician across the board and would quite happily sit 10 levels above me forever. Um, but I don't aspire to be a, as good as Richard is because I know that it's not in the minute, it's not in reach. Uh, and that's just something I felt to say at the beginning, really, because I know obviously we've got different people at different levels on the team uh, who all have different time and different abilities. But in terms of what I physically do practically, um, is the minute the schedule comes out, um, I, I list off when I'm on, how many weeks I'm on, are the consecutive weeks, because that means that I'm going to have to cram it in nice and early as opposed to being able to take my time through it, um, and straight away put the songs into a Spotify playlist so Good they're ready idea. to go for, for wherever, wherever I'm going. I've always got them on my phone ready to go um, in the right key as well. So I've got an app that changes that so I can listen to it and know wow. specifically what's going on. Um, I'll then listen to them far too much <laughs> um, average probably six or seven times before I, I look at them so I'll be looking at picking out what I've got to do in the song but I'll also be looking at what the keys is doing as a lead in, in case you know we get to the Sunday and the keys player's going oh I'm ill I can't come wow. and then there's a big gap there I um, love that not so much with drums because can't really play drums on a guitar you, but, you know you can try <laughs> you can beat it a bit um, yeah. But equally, I, I know that our pianists often cover my back when I go, oh, I've done that in the wrong key, someone else want to cover it for us. Um, yeah, it works, I like that. works both ways. Yeah. Um, so I listen to all the different instruments. I'll, I'll pick out when the drum's got a fill, um, just so I know when I've got to come back in, if the click goes off or if something else happens. Uh, picking out that sort of stuff and going, oh, when this happens, I need to do this, just in case anything goes wrong on the morning physically, mm. it doesn't hinder the whole set an experience of, of what we're trying to do and by bringing God into the place. Um, I'll, I'll start writing out my guitar parts just because that's mentally what, what helps me remember what I've got to do. Wow. I can't just watch a video and get on with it. I can listen to it and write it down, uh, but I've got to do the write it down part, otherwise my head just goes, yeah, in, out, job done. <laughs> um, and obviously, on top of that, that makes it easier next time you play it because you've already got it written down anyway. Yeah. You haven't got to go through the whole process again. Um, when I'm then confident that I know the parts, I'll start practicing the song, um, most of the time acoustically. Obviously, we've got an eight-month-old, so I can't exactly crank my amp up louder when I get in from work <laughs> and wake the house up. Um, so that's, that's good fun. Um, and then it's just a case of picking out individual bits that I'm struggling with. So if I know we're doing one song that I've done for the past six times I've served, that sort of gets put to the bottom of the pile because it's a bit of a, I know that I like the back of my hand at the minute, we'll cover that Saturday afternoon last thing. Uh, and focus on songs that maybe are new or haven't been done for six months, 12 months, however long, if we're bringing back a really old one for one Sunday, they get put to the front of the queue. Yeah. Um, and that's basically it. I'll then spend, spend a bit of time fiddling with, with my pedal board and my effects and just making sure that it sounds not necessarily as close to the CD as possible, but, but to what fits our 
church and, and our band and our venue um, more specifically. Great. Um, yeah, play it for Fiddle with the Effects, plug that in. And it's pretty much the same for, for a Thursday, really just with the, the addition of doing the song in both the male and female keys. Uh, so Thursdays are often more hard work than Sunday mornings are. <laughs> okay, so you've got to do like double the work for a Thursday. Yeah, okay, exactly. okay, great. Okay, I'm going to ask you another question, Josh, just because, you know, you're representing tech as well as music. Yeah. I'm a new recruit on the tech. How has being um, on tech team and, and joining the PA team helped you as a musician and perhaps vice versa? How has being on a musician helping you as a, a sound engineer? I wanted to pass this to Dave because he's been doing it for a You can if you want. Dave sat right... <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I've only actually been on tech Four times, I think. Um, four times, for, yeah, for about four or five months. Um, but it's really interesting. Because uh, from, from the, the, the techie perspective, yeah, it, it's all new. But I can sort of look at the band, and it helps me in being a musician. I can go, ah, oh, when, when the band did that song, it was great. But in my head, it felt like this happened. Or, oh, that there in my head was a bit different and I can sort of go oh, when, I, when I'm going to play that to make it easy for said other musician then I'm going to do it like this or I often find and, and you often tell me when I'm playing is that when I'm playing and what the uh, piano plays often clash uh, a heck of a lot and when I was on stage it's a case going yeah okay Dave that's, that's, that's nice to know <laughs> in, a, in a you know um, a way of I can't really tell because I've got my in-ears in with me yeah. loud and not the piano but when you get to stand at the back you can actually observe other guitarists because yeah we don't all play the same but we all play sort of similar stuff yeah for a lot of it um you can sort of go oh yeah you're right actually it does clash there and it gives you that other perspective um and I've written something else but I've lost it Uh, from the techie perspective, uh, again, obviously, when, when I've been on with Dave, he's been able to come to, to me, or I've seen him come down when, when, when asked, just, just to say, how does that sound? And that gives you the opportunity to give the musical perspective as well as saying, oh, it sounds really good, you can go, it sounds good, but if the bass was a little bit more like this rhythm, or if the electric guitar was doing more chordy stuff, or whatever, it gives you both perspectives of, of yeah. having the, the knowledge of what musically is possible, as well as what would sound the best. Great, great answer. I'm going to come to you, Dave. Um, quite a natural flow into um, another sound engineer. I could ask Dave about being a musician. I could ask Dave about being a worship leader. I could ask Dave about being on PA. I'm going to, I could ask him about being a small group leader or a leader in the church. But I just thought I'd ask Dave because one thing that stands out to me is, is on a Sunday, and Dave is on most Sundays if he's on stage or behind the stage, he's, he's the first guy on the car park. Sometimes he beats me and Paul opening up. And in, in the context of give God your best... All of us, I think, can learn one or two things from Dave. So, Dave, why? Uh, Two-part question: Why are you here so soon? So, yeah. What I mean by that is, why? Why are you so kiss consistently on time? <laughs> this, is, this is a good question. And you know, what else can? What else do you think we, as a team, as a whole team, should be doing? Just give you a. Ch take that question as you as you will. <laughs> I'll preface the whole of this with, we all have to have grace. Amen. Yeah. Which, Amen. Whilst that's rather comical, there is a massive element of truth in that. Because when I was thinking about this, I was thinking, hmm, I could approach this in one of many ways. Um, <laughs> but the right way to approach it is from a position of grace. So bear that with me. Very good, Dave. And don't kill me on the way out. Um, 
I think some of it, if I'm honest, is it's just to have been brought up. Part of it. Yeah. Part of it is an upbringing, which then I thought, well, actually, that's because someone's invested something into me mm. to set some of my values, set some of the way I do things. That doesn't necessarily make it right, but that was my initial response because I was really struggling, to be honest, Ben, going, <laughs> I don't know, I just kind of do. Um, but with a bit more about it, it was, I think it's important. I think... I do too, yeah. For me... It's not about, you know, always be early, always be early so much. It's about, well, actually, if I'm here to serve and there's a time when it starts and there's a time that I can be in before that starts to prepare myself, then take advantage of that space. Um, so if I can, just relate a bit more to the band side of things initially. If that's Go right. for it, Dave, yeah. Um, I've always looked at it, you know, here, the building's open at 8.15, and we have prayer starting at 8.30 for anyone. So my heart really is, if you're in band, if you're on tech, the latest you should be here is 8.30. And that should be a real, not legalistic, but that should actually be our desire yeah, to be here for 8.30, yeah. to pray to start the day in that, to hear what whoever is leading the gathering has got a thought. Who may be preaching may have a thought. And I think it's vital, for the, particularly for in the band, to hear that because we're doing much, much more than singing or playing an instrument. We are setting the tone for people to have to receive God's word in the preach. It's how I've always looked at worship. Absolutely. So, actually, I remember there's young people in the room. If we don't give it our best and we just kind of go half at it, then A, we're not giving God our best. But B, we're not giving the congregation our best. And by us not giving our best can impact them through no fault of their own. Um, so I kind of looked at it, you know, if I'm here, prayer at 8.30, if I'm playing, it's like, right, I want to be set up and ready to go for 8.30. So that means me getting here for quarter past eight so I can get my guitars in, get them set up, get me roughly tuned and get my stuff away <laughs> and then ready to play, ready to pray at 8.30 so that the briefing that starts at 8.45 can happen and then finish and then we practice um, at like nine o'clock. Not wanting to be a control freak at all and in that <laughs> but But again, I just view it from the point of view it's about it all comes down to me wanting to do my best. But I look at it in terms of something we were talking about last night at another meeting. I want to work in partnership. Absolutely. And I don't want us to be, the phrase we were talking about last night was partnership and paternalism. Paternalism will come in and say, I know what's best, I know what to do, and I'll tell you. Partnership is, let's journey this together. Yeah. Because we're in it together. Absolutely. So for me, it's kind of like, do my bit. Because what I don't want, it, by me being late and turning up late, setting up late, it pushes the practice back. So again, it doesn't necessarily affect me, because I, I might know my stuff inside out. That's a might. I don't <laughs> I could do. Most weeks um, so I was do. much more talented. Um, but it has inadvertently possibly caused someone to, I know, and I'll be blatantly honest, I know when there's been times when I've been leading, 
and it started drifting and it's not going quite right. Because of my desire to want him to make it right for the congregation, it's not like wanting the best performance, it's about wanting it to be sharp. So the band, because I know if a band knows it, we will relax and it makes it a lot easier. But when we've started late and you don't start a rehearsal until like 20 past nine, and then you're going through and about quarter to 10, the room's filling up and it's starting to get noisier and you start getting distracted. You've just lost loads of practice, purely yep. because you've turned up late. Um, it's a great point. You know, because uh, we, we have to mention creative people tend to be stressy people. <laughs> and that's just, just a fact. So, so if we, so if we like, <laughs> yeah. trying to avoid the stress side of it is just that little bit of planning up front, really, Ben. That was... Yeah, spot That's on. Kind of it, really. And I think just a, just a quick, just add in there. I, if if I'm involved in that briefing, which ten times out of ten I am, <laughs> in that prayer meeting, and if I'm preaching, I will preach better. I, I honestly can say this: I will preach better if people are on time. And people, it, I, if we start that morning on time, Paul Dukes, whoever's preaching, will preach better. It, it, it's I can't scientifically prove it, but I, I think there is a link. <laughs> My last bit to this first question is basically, it's just a thought for us all. <laughs> if you can consistently be late, with a little bit of adjustment, you can consistently be on time. Wow. Good point. Because it's habitual. Now, bearing in mind, life happens. And there's always going to be life happening. And that's why I said, we must have grace. Grace. But if there's a habit formed that there. All I would ask is, we just need to check what's our desire, what's our motivation. Are we doing this because I want to give God my best? Or are we doing it, or has it started to drift to obligation? Because obligation should be eradicated. We should be doing this for giving our best to God. Wow, great answer. Brilliant. And I know we're running over time, but I think this is really important. And I think it's really important to listen to this because this is real talk. Um, and I think this is, you know, when we talk about the context of worship and creativity and what we're here for tonight and, and, and being Jesus-centered, this is, this is what it is to be Jesus-centered. I'm going to ask Dave and Lou the same question. So just to give you a rest, Dave, can we give the mic to Lou? It's the same question, and this is, this is bringing us home. Um, expectations as a team, we're not just here to do a job. We're not just here to do our little bit of... Um, in the body, we're here, in my opinion, to serve the whole. So the question is, Lou, in what ways do you ensure that you serve the wider church, the vision, the leadership? How do you do that when you're serving on music, say, for example? I think a lot of it comes down to lifestyle, right, every day, because if we're not careful, we can try and work something up. But actually, if on a daily basis I'm not walking with God, then I'm actually not thinking about the whole, because we're actually in this as a team, um, and actually, if you think about a football team, not that I've ever played football, or I can talk about netball, I've played netball. Um, you know, if I'm not training on a daily basis, if I'm not in the right place, it has an effect on the team. If I'm not turning up to the training, it'll affect the match, it'll affect the whole. Mm. Um, so if I'm not praying on a daily basis, if I'm not reading the Word of God, if I'm not aligning myself with church's vision, you know, if I'm not engaging in prayer and fasting, it affects things. It will affect how I lead on a Sunday. And sometimes it has, sometimes I've not been in a great place. There's seasons in life and we've got to be gracious. Um, and people have been gracious with me. Stuff happens in life, tough things happen and it can, it can 
side sweep us sometimes and we need help to kind of get back on Absolutely. track. So we have got to have grace. Um, yeah, so first and foremost, it's that on a daily basis, that checking our hearts. So in Psalms, it says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me, see if there's any offensive way in me because motives, different motives get in and it, it's sneaky stuff. Particularly when involved on the stage, pride gets in quite easily. It can become a show. It can, we can be doing things for the wrong reason. Um, it can become about our own agenda. Um, and we've got to think about, about the whole. Um, accountability is important. So it can be hard working with other people in teams. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> it's important because it, it checks us. Um, sometimes um, I can get locked into what I'm doing in my world. Um and it's helpful to submit like the song list, for example, to you, because you have the conversations with staff, with leadership, and it can help align things where they, oh, I haven't really thought about that. So it's coming with that flexibility. And on a, on a morning, on the Sunday morning, for example, you know, you've got to think about, you know, what's, what's happening from the kids' perspective, yeah. what's happening from, yeah, what other things happening, cafe, things like that. And it's not just about the music. We have got to think about the wider body. Um, Absolutely, we've yeah. got to stay connected to that. Yeah, um, yeah. Does that answer? That really does answer it. Well done, Lou. I'm going to pretty much the same question, Dave. How do you? You know, you're a small group, you small group lead. How do you? And you're more than that. You, you, you're Dave Asplund. How do you personally <laughs> answer that question? How do you serve the wider body, the wider church, when you've got a specific role to do as well? Yep. By being who I am in God and who God has made me to be. Um, that wasn't on my notes, that was a bit random. Um, <laughs> that was for free. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've just summed this up in the Love, Grow, Serve for me, really. Because I want to try and outwork by what I do. Make sure that kind of aligns with the vision of the house. Because I could do stuff and it would all be good. But I want it to align with what we as a house are Amen, are doing yeah. to be consistent and to help and try and model something, I guess. So, for me, the love part of it is I do my best for God, but show respect for the time others have put in. Um, I grow by keeping developing myself, keep making sure that desire is based on Jesus and not moving towards an obligation stance, as I said earlier. I serve by just giving of the gifts I have to the best of my ability. But the hardest thing with that is giving your gift mm -hmm. and not just, here's my gift, use me. Very it's good. Use my gift. Yeah. That's really, really I like hard. that. Um, I probably wish I wouldn't say that. Um, but all that, that was said, for me, I try and do that as best I can across all the various bits that I do. But actually, I try not to make it unique to church. Because, really, as Lou said, you know, this isn't, I don't do that as unique to church. I don't do it as unique to band. And that's what I believe is key for me. It's, my lifestyle has to reflect that. Yeah. That needs to be a model so that I don't come in here, you know, as Lee said about, Lou said about egos, big danger if this isn't a lifestyle 
we'll walk in a room, we'll be involved in something that's creative, something that's up front, something that gives a bit of a platform, mm. and ego will take over. It's true. Um, so, I then kind of summed it up in me notes. I hope this isn't too hard. Um, but it's like I have a reputation or something. Um, what, what's in the heart comes out of the mouth, or what's in the heart comes out in our behavior, or what's in True. our heart comes out in our lifestyle. Matthew 15, 8 to 9, from the Passion Translation. These people honor me only with their words, for their hearts are so very distant from me. They pretend to worship me, but their worship is nothing more than the empty traditions of men. And that is an easy place to get to. But if we can work together as a team and work in partnership and have accountability, have relationships, talk to your people in your small group, small group plug, talk to <laughs> the, the people that you're serving with in whatever that may be and look out for each other because we have to remember. Yeah. I think creative people really, really, really must, must remember that because we are creative and our minds are creative, the devil can get that mm. really easily because we will tend to be verging towards the more vulnerable. We'll tend to be verging towards the more, let's try this, experimental stuff. Just yeah. because creativity will go. Yeah. But the devil can get that. You have to remember the devil himself led worship. And wow. out of pride and ego, Yikes. the fall happened. So it's just, let's stick together. Let's watch each other's backs and... And go for it. That, that's it. That's great. Well done, Dave. Can we give them a round of applause? I know, particularly Dave, you had some uh, some tough tough talk there, and he's he's going on holiday now, so you can't catch him. So <laughs> he's gone. He's out of here, miles away. You can't catch him. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought it'd be far better than just giving you a list of expectations. I thought it'd be much better to actually hear from people that are actually living out some of these things. So well done, guys. Thanks very much.